This is WrestleZone Radio, presented by WrestleZone.com. Find us on iTunes. Welcome back, WrestleZone Radio listeners. It's me, Nick Hausman, and uh, WrestleMania week is rolling along. We have another huge interview here, and this time with a guy who knows a thing or two about title matches at WrestleMania. You can find him May 11th at 700 Ashland Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, for Warrior Wrestling, their big debut show. It is the all-American American, Jack Swagger. Jack, welcome back to WrestleZone Radio. Hey, thank you. Thank you for the... Hell of an introduction, by the way, too. I try my best. You know, it's the end of the day, so there's really no thoughts in my head. It's just the words. They just roll at this point. <laughs> I just have these words in my head, and they just come out, hopefully. Ugh. Yeah, you obviously understand. <laughs> I, I, I think we're like-minded in that sense, my friend. Uh, words in my head. <laughs> uh, well, let's well, let's talk about. We'll start off here talking about uh, Warrior Wrestling uh, coming up here on May 11th. Um, this is a big show. A lot of big names on the card. Uh, of course, you're going to be in the main event, taking on your WrestleMania 29 opponent, Alberto Del Rio. Now Alberto El Patron. Uh, start off by saying before we get into Alberto and stuff, because you guys were wrestled at WrestleMania. You spent many years at WWE. You now are out venturing the street or venturing the roads on the independent scene. Uh, how is your transition going? How are you uh, taking to the independent scene? Well, I'm not uh, venturing out in the streets panhandling just yet from independent wrestling. Good. So it's, it's, it's been very good. Um, like, it's my first experience uh, in it, and I'm glad that the first year is over with because I feel like I had a lot to learn um, as far as just how everything works and um, really how to promote yourself best and, you know, keep your calendar full. Um, that's really the two main things on, on the independent scene, I feel like, is calendar full, are you healthy? So, uh, so far, so good. It's full. I'm feeling good. It's uh, It's been a lot of fun because, it's a fun time to be a wrestler and you just have these TV shows popping up everywhere. Um, so it, it, it's exciting, um, that, you know, to have this opportunity, like to go on a TV show and it's, uh, it, you have, you know, the opportunity for it to really take off is, is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, warrior wrestling here on May 11th, the reason that this got set up, uh, it does. It sees you and Alberto El Patron now with uh, Ricardo Rodriguez in uh, in the main event. And this was a WrestleMania. This was a WrestleMania main event. WrestleMania 29. It was for the World Championship. Here you guys are again bringing this match uh, to the masses on the independent level. I mean, that's got to feel pretty pretty cool for you. I would think. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to definitely be uh, treating this as a very high-priority match and that I'm going to want to reenact some vengeance on, on Alberto for winning that match at WrestleMania. Um, maybe I'll go get Zeb Coulter since uh, Ricardo's coming, and uh, we'll just have a family reunion. I was wondering about that. I saw that he was bringing Ricardo. You you don't have Zeb in your corner. Are you and, are you and Zeb still tight? Do you guys still talk? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's one of uh, one of my very good friends to this day. Very lucky to, to call someone like him my friend. Uh, he's uh, doing his podcast uh, right now. But um, like I said, there's a lot of opportunities for smart people in wrestling uh, right now. So he always 
he's always up to something. He's a he's a schemer. Uh, well, it's interesting. I went back and you know watched the bout, and there was a very unique package that was played right between right before your match uh, with Del Rio, and this was you know a few years ago before you know we're kind of in the political climate that we're in at the moment. When you were inside that and you were putting that together and you guys were working on those promos and everything, did you think that kind of rhetoric that, you know, the, the relationship you, you and Del Rio were building, did you think that would spill out into the mainstream or did you think that it was just a fun story at the time? Well, um, when I was pitching an idea, a friend of mine wrote the original idea for it. Um, I knew it was going to be big. I knew it was going to make waves and cause a stir. Um, and I knew you know, depending on how well we did it, uh, like, you know, everybody, uh, it could be really big, but it still exceeded, uh, my expectations of how much it like dropped in the mainstream media and, uh, people were talking about it was, uh, it was pretty cool moments. So when you look back on that bout from WrestleMania 29, um, what are your fondest memories about it? I mean, are there any particular things from that day that jump out at you when you think back to WrestleMania 29 with you and Del Rio? I, I'm very happy with the match. Um, it wasn't really talked about. And uh, from the ring, it, it didn't sound like too good of a crowd reaction. But... You know, I was in a big stadium with 100,000 people, so you got to play into the delays and everything. And I was, you know, really hyped up wanting uh, wanting the match to be amazing. And I thought the the counters that we did in and out of the arm bar into the ankle lock were uh, pretty sweet. Um, I'm very happy with that match, and I, I wish it would get more love. Now, looking back on it, though, and, you know, seeing how the build came, it, it did seem like you were going to be poised to beat Del Rio in this situation. Were you surprised that he was the one to be able to come out on top that day? Um, you know, there was always rumors, um, but until it happens, you can't really uh, believe it. I um, So he was the better man, and, uh, you know, he, he was a world champion on that day. Um, maybe maybe someday I'll, I'll win a world championship at WrestleMania. There you go. Uh, well, uh, let's. I want to move back here to the independent scene a little bit. Um, are you go, First of all, are you going down to New Orleans? Are you going to be participating in any of the festivities this coming weekend? Yep, yep. I'll, I, I will be there uh, mostly at WrestleCon, uh, signing autographs, uh, you know, giving people moments making them everyone feel good. And uh, I got a couple friends there I'll see that I haven't seen since I left the company. So I'm excited about that. And then i uh, going to be uh, getting into some really hard training uh, for MMA the following week. So kind of have that on the brain as well. Yeah. Let's, let's search gears here a little bit. I'll come back to what's going on in NOLA. Cause there is a topic in particular I wanted to ask you about for that weekend, but you bring up the MMA, obviously you've been announced for Bellator. What is on the horizon for you here? Do you have a about announced or is there one in the works here? Well, what is on the horizon is some uh, some guy's going to get knocked out. <laughs> um, can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear you. I heard you clearly say somebody was going to get knocked out. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that was clear. <laughs> um, it's very exciting. Um, I think the sky's the limit, really. 
if I can stay healthy, really push myself to training like I like I, I did ten years ago, um, I really think I can make some waves and be successful at this thing. And I think it would be, oh man, I think it'd be very cool for a professional wrestler to you know cross over in MMA and uh, be successful but then also continue to uh, wrestle and wrestle well. So um, got big plans, you know, a lot of work to do. But uh, at the same time, it's good to be a professional wrestler. It's very good to be a professional fighter right now. Combat sports, all-time high, maybe the most popular. So um, I think the timing of it uh, was great. And... Um, Surprisingly, the harder I train, the better my old ass feels. So um, I'm optimistic. <laughs> now, you you say somebody's gonna get knocked out. You're you're mostly known, I feel like, as a grappler and a wrestler. Is it hard? Has it been yeah. hard for you? Has it been hard for you to transition into striking, or are you taking naturally to it? Um, you know, I'm the type of guy that I don't really take naturally to uh anything um i just really have to work hard and uh train my muscles and my body over and over again if you would have saw like a 12 year old jake uh jack swagger you know you would have saw a very uncoordinated guy with long shins no calf muscles big teeth and he fell down a lot um but over time i learned you know uh how to train how to train properly and uh really been blessed with some great coaches that, you know, if something is hard, uh, really focus on it. So striking has been tough, the footwork, uh, the distance, uh, the timing, um, let alone the conditioning. There's something about throwing hands that really expels energy from a body because um, you naturally want to, like, load up and throw hard, and you got to keep it, uh, you know, light and fast until the end and then turn your arm hard. So, uh, so many like nuances to it, but I, I could tell that I really like it. Um, I, I enjoy training for it. I enjoy going in there, getting punched in the face because I know I'm getting better and soon, um, I'll figure it out and I'll, I'll have a game plan to where I'll walk you right into my wrestling and then, uh, stay on top and you will, you will not get up. So that'll take a lot of the tough stuff about boxing and kickboxing out of it how are you feeling about uh cm punk moving in it sounds like he's gonna have another ufc fight here in august i mean he didn't fare too well in his first bout do you uh do you think he'll do any better this time around i don't know if you have any insight um if i were a betting man i bet he would do better um i mean that was that was a hard lesson to learn tough pill to swallow but those types of things stay with you and tend to wake you up at night and so if that's the case, I imagine he got better and he's not going to go out there and want the same results. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's very tough just to cross over uh, into another sport, let alone a professional sport, you know, not doing any amateur fights or anything like that. It's a, it's a big leap. You don't see any guys going out of high school right into the NFL. So, um I, I think he'll do better. I hope he does. And uh, I'm always happy for uh, anybody that I've worked with that uh, gets some success. I mean, everybody wants to talk about 
that he got knocked out and taken down so fast. But let's talk about how much money he made in, what, 30 seconds, 40 seconds? Mm -hmm. Uh, there, there are victories besides getting your hand raised, you know. If, if the, you know. But for you, if it's a public center mount. For you as a fighter, and you know, I'm obviously not. I've never been in a cage. I will probably never be in a cage. But do you, you know, when you bring somebody in like Punk, where admittedly you just say it's a pocketbook win, it's not an athletic win for him. Does that take anything away from? the allure of UFC when you're bringing in guys for that reason, as opposed to be bringing them in, you know, cause they are elite level competitors. Um, yes and no, because like I'm a, I'm a wrestling purist. And when I became a pro wrestler, I just wanted to wrestle. And it took me a long time to understand that people care more about you. If they have something to stick their teeth into, have a character, have something like to, you know, lean back on, you know, something, you know, because through that character, you made them feel a certain way, whether it was good, bad, or, uh, you know, emotional. And so I think like it, it, it will help it. It, um, it seems to be the trend with not only MMA, you look at NBA and all the factions that the teams are, uh, Garning, everybody wants three big players, and everybody's cutting promos, and uh, you know everything is kind of turning pro wrestling right now. NFL too, NBA, um, so everyone's cutting promos, and it seems like there's a lot of fake hype and whatnot, and there's a lot of smoke and mirrors, you know, just to get stuff garnered up and then you know have attention drawn to it. So. Um, Yes, you want to fight for championships, but at the same time, you need entertainment uh, aspects of it, too. And I think that's what's great about uh, Bellator is they really do listen to their fans and give them fights that um, they want to see. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I'm a big fan of Bellator's just presentation in general. I mean, I think that, you know, the entrances that the, the, the competitors in Bellator get are just so much bigger. You know, UFC, it's always very, you know, it's dark room. You got your entourage. You got some loud music blaring. But with Bellator, I mean, I think that then in many cases they outshine even WWE when it comes to the way that the competitors come to the the cage. Agree? Disagree? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a, a new way of seeing MMA, and it's different from UFC. So it's smart. Um, I know Scott is a is a big. Uh, big wrestling fans so there might be a little influence um you know taken from that but it should um you know those fighters are larger than life the fans already look at them as larger than life so why not make that entrance a little bit you know more glamorous and uh i, I think it's cool and uh i did it uh at the chael rampage fight <laughs> it, it, it's been a long time since i've been nervous walking down a runway and uh, uh, it was fun. And uh, I, when I touched that cage the first time after doing the entrance, it was uh, it was it was a, a moment that like anytime I uh, you know get tired in training or you know have a have a bad day, I remember that moment because it was electric, and it really showed me that I want this. And so little visual energies like that, I really lean upon. Now, uh, obviously, you know, in the world of MMA, uh, athletic commissions, I feel like these are a pretty common headline. Something happens with the athletic commission, you know, whatever. 
before after fights, but in pro wrestling, athletic commissions don't really come up that much. Uh, this is why I want to circle back a little bit here to Nola, and then, and then we'll talk a little bit more about Warrior Wrestling. But the Louisiana State Athletic Commission has stepped in and put a whole bunch of rules down on non-WWE and Ring of Honor shows for WrestleMania weekend. Uh, what do you think about that move? And uh, how, how, just personally, how would you take it if you were a wrestler that weekend going down there and being told what you can and can't do? Uh, and if you do it, you might have to pay some money to the to the state. Um, it sounds like, uh, somebody is trying to stop, um, you know, uh, these other promotions from coming in on, on their weekend and trying to pull some political moves, um, whether it be with, uh, the commissions or whether if they're attempting to buy the venues out from under these shows that are scheduled during the week, um, which I get if they think that hurts their business. Um, personally, I don't think so. Everybody still goes on Sunday. I mean, that's why you came. So it, it seems a little silly for them to worry about stuff like this. I automatically assume the worst. So that's what I think it is. Um, <clears throat> all right. Let's talk about warrior wrestling here. Uh, as we, as we wrap it up, this is a big show, uh, Jack. And obviously now that you have been out on the independence, you've got to see, uh, a couple of these guys, I'm sure many of these guys out on the scene. I just want to get your, your thoughts on, on a few of the performers on the show. Uh, one of the matches I'm really looking forward to is Brian Cage versus Moose. I mean, these are two big powerhouses that are going to be going at it. Uh, Brian Cage is still relatively new to the scene. Have you had a chance to, to chat with Brian, mix it up with him? What, what do you think about the man that is Brian Cage? The machine that is Brian Cage, uh, very impressed with him. I knew him almost 10 years ago, and uh, the amount of work that he has put in is incredible. He uh, really transformed not only his body, but, uh, you know, his wrestling as well. Uh, him and I have gone toe-to-toe a couple times in the last year. We had a really good one at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood on the CW, and uh, I enjoy working with him. Um, so... To see him go toe to toe with another great athlete like Moose, it'd be you know a good catch, good one to see. Um, I'd have to go with Cage though as the winner. Sorry, Moose. Moose. Wow, <clears throat> I'm gonna. He's gonna find out about that. Uh, another uh, one that I think you know that's the great thing about independent wrestling. You talk about giving fans what they want to see. Obviously, you and Del Rio uh, or El Patron now uh, is a huge main event. But you got a match like James Ellsworth versus Hornswoggle with special guest referee Frank the Clown. What what are your expectations for about like this? Do you want to go out on a limb and pick a winner here between Swoggle and Ellsworth? Uh, well, Swoggle, um, you know he's he's been he's been coming hard. You know he's the king of small style, uh, but his opponent is pretty tough. Um, I think honestly. There, the, there are no losers in that match, though. Not even the fans. I think it's going to be super entertaining. Personally, I love uh, having uh, matches like that on the card because it really gives you the opportunity to do so much because I feel like the fans' uh, disbelief is already suspended and they're just ready to accept anything, any story that you want to tell them at that point. So I think it will be good. I think they should both pin Frank the Clown, the referee. 
Oh man, he might not give get up. You ever you should try picking up Hornswoggle. He's like a brick. Solid piece of mass right there. Yeah, all muscle too, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um and, well and last one to bring up, I mean this is a stat card. You guys go to warriorwrestling.net, find out everybody that's gonna be on this thing. But women's wrestling obviously is on the move right now. Tessa Blanchard versus Santana Garrett. These are two women that are setting the pace right now. What's been the biggest difference for you, you know, after leaving WWE, spending time now in the independence about the way you see the women getting treated? Is it is it easier for them in WWE right now, or do you feel like it's easier for women to go out and wrestle and be in their element on the independent scene? Um, I mean, it, it, it's tough for women. I have two sisters, so I have a you know I I have a special place or any woman that I work with. And uh, uh, it, it's definitely getting better, and it's getting um, more publicized. Um, hopefully it continues because it's, uh, it's the right movement. Um, I, I think it's silly when people act like they didn't know, like, this was happening in workplaces or anything like that. So... It's funny. Women's wrestling is a great example of, you know, overcoming a lot of odds for, you know, for a long time. This was a male-dominated industry with um, sexy babes to look look at on the side almost. And slowly but surely, uh, like Trish and Lita and those girls started it, and now it's really blossomed into. And you see the stuff that these women can do uh, in the WWE, in the independents. The, the talent of the women in the independence is incredible. It really is. Every show I go to, I really try to make it a point to watch the women's match because um, I, I don't know if they're wrestling with a chip on their shoulder or they really like it and want to get over. Um, but it's it's interesting to see because they bring it uh, out a new level. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, <clears throat> oh, sorry. Uh, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, you, Alberto El Patron, main event, Warrior Wrestling, May 11th. Do you have any final words that you'd like to leave your opponent with here before we wrap up the interview, Jack? Um, for Alberto Patron, uh, buddy, you better lace them up tight and bring your wood screws because I'm going to blow your doors off and I'm winning this WrestleMania rematch. Guaranteed.